0: Hey guys, welcome to Solomon and Smith, the podcast based on Solomon and Smith, the show based on Solomon and Smith, the friendship. I'm Solomon and I'm Smith guys this week. We have oh my goodness. Uh, oh, what can I say about this comedian? She's very funny.
1: I'll go ahead and say it. She's your wife and she's my wife. Yeah, she's smoking. She's yeah she's definitely smoking yeah. wait I shouldn't say that no she's what? very
0: hilarious she's very hilarious that's what's important we're going to hear a set that she recorded at the Bad Dog Theatre should we in say Toronto. her name?
1: You, oh yeah we didn't even my yeah. wife what else do, do you need guys to know? know her wife?
0: <laughs> Iman
1: Iman El-Husseini um, where can they find her on the internet? at Imanifique ooh I like it yeah she's french
2: God, so good to be here, everybody. Give it up, Deanna Jess, that was amazing, hey? <laughs> Everything was true about the march, that was great. Um, good to be here. So now I live in New York City, uh, which is great. I don't know if you guys been to New York, it smells like piss everywhere. It's pretty gross. But I love it though, uh, I feel very exotic there. Four out of three people are Jewish. It's, uh, I don't know how the math <laughs> works there. I feel very exotic as a Palestinian, right? They find out in Palestinian, they always have the same question. For me, like, Iman, you got to tell us the truth. How do the Palestinians really feel about the Jews? I'm like, I don't know. I guess the same way the Jews feel about the Palestinians. And they're like, oh, that's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, I am married to Jess, which is very exciting. I'm madly in love with her, which is gross. Um it is, because, because love ruins ambition, right? Like, I used to be such a driven and ambitious person, but now I spend my days tagging her in cute animal photos on Instagram. <laughs> I'm such a loser. And you have to know the kind of person I used to be. I was the kind of person, when I saw happy couples on the street holding hands, I walked in between them. So they let go of each other's hands. Now I talk like a baby. I'm 36 years old. I talk like a baby. Who came up with this concept to talk like a baby when you're in love? It must have been some kind of influential pedophile or something. It's disgusting. It's horrible. And I, was, I was the last one out of my group of friends to meet somebody. Dating was really hard for me because, like, I hate people. And I'm also obsessed with myself. Like, on, on, on Facebook, I'm on my page the whole entire time. That's how you know. Just clicking refresh over and over. Um I also, but my friends were always very nice to me. They took me everywhere they went, right? When they were in a relationship, I was the third, fifth wheel. Took me everywhere they went. Uh, But they definitely treated me like a second-class citizen, right? Uh, Especially if we, like, rented a cabin together or something. My friends expected the better sleeping arrangements, which goes without saying. But my friends were obnoxious about it because they'd walk into a place and call shotgun like children. (laughs) Be like, shotgun, we get the bed. We found each other. We get the bed. We found love, we get the bed. One plus one equals bed, right? And they wouldn't, leave it at that, they would volunteer where I would sleep. Like, a man's here, she'll get the couch. Oh, wait a second, John's here, he misses his girlfriend. He'll get the couch. A will sleep on the floor. It's not an issue. She could sleep outside, it's not a problem. And it was like that with food too, right? Like two slices of pizza left, Joan and Greg, you guys have it. Iman shouldn't eat pizza if she wants to find love. You know what I mean? She, she, It was horrible. Uh, But now I'm on the other side of things, madly in love, everything's great. A friend of mine has recently been dumped and I want to be there for her because I know how it is to be the third, fifth wheel. You know. But all she does when we're together is point at people that are not her type when nobody asked her. (laughs) We're just sitting there, she's like, that guy's gross, I'll never go out with that guy. But it's gotten so out of control now she points at Hollywood actors that are not her type. Bradley Cooper is the latest one, you guys. Bradley Cooper. She's like, he's so gross, I can't even look at him. <laughs> Again, I want to be there for her, so I'm like, oh my God, thank God Bradley Cooper isn't here. Because he would be heartbroken to find out that somebody at this Weight Watchers meeting is not into him. Like, <laughs> So horrible. I have, been, uh, I have been trying to get into shape since 1993, and it's not working. <laughs> It's not, but my, my goals have changed. Like, I wanted to wear a bikini in this lifetime for a very long time, but now I just want the towel to go all the way around my body. Like, that's, that's all I want. It's hard. Dieting is hard. There's such good food. Like, they deep fry cheesecake now. Did you know this? They deep-fry cheesecake. I'm never going to be skinny. But once in a while, I panic, right? I'm like, this is it. This is the diet. I'm going to become the next Pussycat Doll. Nobody could stop me. This is how old the reference is, right? <laughs> and I always get super motivated to go on a diet after having a seven-course meal. That's when I become an anorexic model. Like, ew, food is gross. It doesn't last long. Because then you're walking down the street and you get a whiff of freshly baked red velvet cupcakes. Next thing you know, I for a home invasion. It's not... <laughs> it's not great. I have a... I am very excited to open for Patton, that's, that's going to be the biggest show of my life, uh, but often when I do big shows, um, I'm usually the only female on the lineup. if I'm not the only female, definitely the only non-white person, and I feel like the organizers have a lot of questions to ask me, but they feel guilty asking me directly, so they call a meeting with everybody involved, but it's so obvious who they're talking to, right? Because it's like, hey, we're so excited to have you guys here. This is going to be great. Is everybody a legal citizen here? Yes, everybody? <laughs> Anybody have trouble at the airport? Any? Who wants to wear a hijab or niqab in the near future? Anybody? <laughs> but I think the final question really confirms it. Because it's like, hey, what's the exact ratio of chickpeas to tahini when you make hummus at home? What is it? <laughs> I, am, I am glad that Arabs uh, make good food because we'd have nothing going on for us. Let's be honest aside from unwanted facial hair and anger. What a disaster. This is why I sincerely believe the most powerful word in the Arab language today is hummus. (laughs) Right, you say hummus in front of white people, it puts you at ease. You guys love that stuff. You put it on everything. Hummus is white people's new mayonnaise. I don't know if you know this. Thank Allah for hummus. Some people take it too far, though. Like, I called my friend Bob to go out to dinner the other night, and he's like, I can't. I'm having dinner right now. I'm having hummus. It's a spread, for God's sake. It's not a meal. Put the carrots down. You know what I mean? Not that good. Okay. Um, uh, I do think the world would have been a lot better off if people were closeted about their religious beliefs and open about their sexuality. Right? Usually that gets a standing ovation, but whatever. (laughs) Stay comfortable, everybody. Um, I do think that, like, can you imagine you run into an old friend of yours and you're like, hey, like, Sammy, I haven't seen you in a long time. By the way, I forget, did you, did you celebrate Christmas? And he's like, bro, that's private. <laughs> but let me tell you how I love sucking cock. You know what I mean? That's, like, I have respect for that cocksucker. sucker. I do. Religion freaks me out. I'm not a huge fan of religion. Uh, I just find... I shouldn't say that. Religion is fine. It's religious people that freak me out. They tend to be judgmental. They're supposed to be the least judgmental people, tend to be the most judgmental. This is why my favorite people out there, agnostics and sluts, I don't know about you, (laughs) so easy to get along with. Religion did save my life once, though, I have to admit. Um, When I first started comedy... So this is the thing about comedy. If you ever meet a comedian in real life and you ask them how they got their start, it's always a nightmare story. It's heartbreaking. Like, nobody's uh, doing well in their life and they start doing comedy. It doesn't... It doesn't have... It's always so bad. Like, oh, I lost my job. I, uh, I dropped out of school. My girlfriend dumped me. And I was about to kill myself. But then I walked by an open mic... And I thought, this is gonna be more torture than killing myself, so let's, okay. Um, (laughs) So like when I started 10 years ago, it was a terrible time in my life. I got into a horrible car accident, dropped out of university, and two years in, I was still so shitty at it, Um, but I ran into an old classmate of mine I hadn't seen in a long time, and uh, her and I were really close in high school because we were both the fattest chicks in school, right? But at this point, she had lo- she was three people in high school, and now she's a Victoria's Secret model, okay? So she's so excited to see me to show off her new body and tell me how she's married to the Prince of Qatar or Monaco. I couldn't really hear what she was saying because I was too busy sucking in my stomach, right? <laughs> and now she's going on and on about how exercise saved her life, and she only eats mushrooms now. <laughs> so my stomach starts growling because I don't know about you guys, but somebody talks to me about diet and exercise. I'm thinking... Quarter Pounder, right? But now she wants to know how I'm doing and I can't tell her the truth. I'm a very competitive person. You know, I can't be like, oh, I'm a struggling comedian with a little bit of an alcohol problem. I haven't dated in forever. And I only eat in the middle of the night because I'm asleep during the day. Like I can't. And then I was saved by religion. I'm like, oh, I'm in show business. I'm a Scientologist now. And she ran off. She ran off, it was great. Not a fan of religion. Uh, my, dad, my dad doesn't like that I make fun of religion. He's a very proud Muslim man. Like, he's not even religious. He just loves being Muslim, which is great. Like, he gets excited when Jehovah's Witnesses come over. <laughs> he invites them in, you guys. He invites them. Oh, come in, come in, my friend. I show you who converts who. Come. take <laughs> s- You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. <laughs>
1: guys, how hilarious is Iman? That was Iman in the comedy realm. Here is Iman just in the hanging out conversational realm. You're going to love it. Welcome to the Solomon Smith podcast.
0: Thank you. This is Iman al joining us. In the studio. El Husseini or El
2: Salaman? <laughs> El Solomon. I like El Salaman, but El Husseini for the fans. I haven't changed my name for the comedy fans out there. Okay. okay. So if you my... want to
0: find you on the internet, <laughs> yeah. it's El, El, Iman El Husseini. Yeah. If we're talking about you and I El being Salaman. wed in matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Holy matrimony. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> it's uh, El Salaman. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, okay,
0: guys, so. have you ever uh, <laughs> having a married couple introduce their marriage on
1: the podcast? It's pretty, awkward pretty at smooth. Best. <laughs> Tell us what it's like to marry your first love. That is not something I or your wife relate to. No, um,
2: <laughs> it's, the, it's really a wonderful thing because I feel like I was, never, I was never really looking for love. Yes. And then uh, because I wasn't desperate for it, and met the right person. It felt like it, it felt like the right decision, and it, it's a great thing. I just feel still. like satisfied now. Still,
1: well, despite f- the abuse, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all laughing. That was a genuine cry for help. Everyone, <laughs> we're all complicit in this now. Um, before you came over, we were talking about how we fe- we feel like, and I feel like you have done life really well mm-hmm. i feel like you were when you were single you were all about it you did it very well and then you got a relationship and you do that very well yeah <laughs> you just you have, you have That's correct you have fully embraced <laughs> your like circumstances in life yeah i
2: i was never that needy and i'm really like it sounds like a joke when I say that I really don't like people that much mm-hmm. so I was really okay with just having my friendships and fooling around once in a while and I, I just felt satisfied you yeah. know and that's why it really came out of left field to fall in love with Jess because I wasn't looking for it I didn't expect it to happen so it was like a genuine love story
0: because you always talked about loving your life before I love loving my loving being single is a big part of your identity yeah tell
2: and us how well yeah. you, you did single <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I just, I, I was all, I felt satisfied. What can I tell you? I had uh, good friends, lots of love from family and friends. I had a very fun social life, um, focused on comedy. My career was a lot better before I fell in love. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was fine. And then when, I mean, all of, all of my fooling around stories were meaningless. It was just really to, to have never that felt- physical to have that physical content. That was the only thing that I was lacking. So that's what I looked for. Yeah. If I was looking for something, was just to to have sex or fool around.
1: Oh, tell us about that, but slowly.
2: <laughs> just kidding. Jess <laughs> just, just gave me the shadiest look.
1: Well, I was saying that like I have. V- i want to say rarely but i think it's more true to say never successfully been s- single yeah and jess was saying since since she started dating women she hasn't i've never really been, been single so it's it's a gay thing it's a lesbian thing it's i a l- think so yeah I, guys were harder to rope
0: into relationships or just didn't happen so naturally <laughs> rope <I always> into. <laughs> that's that's my approach <laughs> that's pretty much what i did with iman yeah <laughs> dragged her home
1: with a rope, yeah. Well, I didn't <laughs> never let c- her go. I didn't mean to cut you off. Guys were harder to rope. Into oh yeah, relationships. because
0: I just and they always. I I guess I just fall in love easily, and if I have sex enough times with somebody, maybe that's. I don't know if you avoided it by just doing it once or twice, but after a certain number, I don't know what the number is. Yeah. Five times, I'm in. Like even if my heart isn't oh, five, fully, that's good. Is yours less? Two, two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two, and you're in love. Mm-hmm. The the chemicals are. They're overwhelming. I love you, lamp.
2: That reminds me of your old joke. I love that joke. Yeah. (laughs) But
0: you were saying even
1: if your heart isn't fully...
0: Even if my heart isn't fully into it, at least my... There's something that triggers with my ego where I want them to at least be in love with me. Yes. You know, Um, where I feel like we should just progress into a relationship. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It was hard. Even people I didn't really care about that much. If if I spent enough time with them uh, and, and had sex with them, I would want to, I won't want the next step somehow, mm-hmm. or I'd want them to want it somehow. And, um, and with women, I I don't know. I guess it just always just turned into a relationship.
1: Women are like that. Yeah. Bitches be
0: clingy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, uh- this bitch is clingy. I think I was
0: too clingy for guys for sure. Yeah.
1: I will, you know, um, you are holding my little dog right now, Rudy. She's very toasty. Who I'm in love with. Yeah. I I think I haven't really had like a fully developed personal or single life to the point that like my relationship with Rudy now, I realize like, oh, I could have avoided like human relationships if I just had this little thing to love and take care of and cozy up with at night. Right, right. Like I've for sure had girlfriends that I've have just been tiny and i wanted to take care of them mm-hmm. rudy fits that and requirement sh- this th- yeah rudy
0: could have taken the place of, of a few relationships yeah what about just um the idea of being single without having something to take care of <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, excuse me i just need to schedule a quick therapy appointment <laughs> and i will get back to you about that next week but
0: you've tried to be you've tried to be single before have I I don't know, maybe there's when always there was always something on the there was always something brewing.
1: there's always something on the horizon, yeah
0: um, <laughs> Iman's phone is buzzing. I'm She's, sorry, I hope she, you guys don't hear it it's we just I'm so annoyed I
2: should I do something or pretend like well, I mean,
0: is it going to keep buzzing? Because maybe we could press pause, stopped. and we could shut your phone on airplane mode or something.
2: Whatever you guys want.
1: Well, I don't want to press pause because we 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 <sighs> clapped and oh, well, saved. we did all of that. I okay, think it so forget be fine. it.
2: Okay, it should be fine. I put I, yeah.
0: Okay. I think Iman is um, in a relationship with her phone. <laughs> but all right, so yeah. okay.
1: We we'll we'll cut that part out. No, we'll cut that part out. <laughs> I'm noting it. for around six minutes. Okay. Um, we were talking about how there's always things on the horizon. You guys were trying to convince me that I've tried to be single. I feel like there was a moment where
0: between... Um, I guess everyone won't use people's names, but there was a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there, <laughs> was, there, between, was, a there was a moment
0: where you tried to be single not that long ago. There was a moment. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't remember the single thing, but I definitely remember uh, trying to convince you to have sex with a boy.
1: Oh, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I was... Yeah. I there was, there, right there there was a very you, right?
1: small window. Yeah, that that again. That was because I was single for literally half a second. Right. And then I was like, maybe I should branch out in my experience of this world. <laughs>
0: I, I think that's a common lesbian thing too, maybe, and then, for that moment of being single. A lot, I think there's a lot of girls that think like, "Oh, maybe I should just just have sex with a guy." Yeah. Because it it just it won't connect me to my ex. It's so unrelated. It's a completely different experience. I'm yeah. not going to fall in love with them and I don't know. Well, I have
1: a friend who says, and it's really funny, she goes, never do I feel more gay than when I'm having sex with a man. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Because she's always like trying it and then going, ah, like... Still no. Not quite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, you were... we we developed a whole idea around what what might happen if you did have sex with this guy and like what happens if you got pregnant and who how what would be the arrangement I felt like partially responsible for oh yeah you were gonna have to raise my baby yeah yeah we had a whole sitcom this is
1: all very fun but I believe that the topic of this <laughs> <is a> podcast <laughs> would you, you
2: have kept the baby? I'm so proud. I didn't know that you guys went that far. Oh yeah, like, keep the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta yeah. keep
1: the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: is a uh, this is not a pro-choice <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of Christian listeners here, and uh, um, okay, so Iman. Why don't you, do you want to talk to us about the the transition between being this single person girl, independent, now. like career driven, uh, working behind the bar at a comedy club, having all your friends at the time, right?
2: They were all, uh, single, single. Too, people, but they yeah, weren't married party but, stage for sure. Yeah. Um, the transition was, I guess it felt quite easy just because, um, you know, I fell in love with you and it was, um. I just acted like how I felt, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You know,
0: I remember you breaking up with me. I think we both want to call awful. bullshit on this
1: tr- no, easy I, transition. I oh, it, was, easy, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't a right. peaceful transfer of power. <laughs> it, it
2: wasn't. You're right. Uh, and <laughs> regime to the next. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to like ignore the beginning because it makes me feel so badly. Aww. Well, that's why we want to talk uh, about it. it so uh, but how I feel. Is that why we <laughs> brought why her I on the podcast? No, I feel so guilty about that, obviously. But once I was comfortable with the whole idea and I realized that I was so in love with you then it was it was easy to just be together but of course yeah. yeah it was a brutal first year I mean it broke my heart too to not to keep breaking up with you and just like accepting that I was in love with you that was so difficult and I feel guilty about it but now we're in love and we're happy yes <laughs> but it's true it was a
0: lot though because you'd never been in a relationship you'd never been in, in was love and you'd never been with a woman before yeah so, so, so.
1: yesterday our mutual friend Christoph. Davidson, or not yesterday, a few days ago, Christoph Davidson uh, dubbed you a jespian, yes. which was I like <laughs> that. very
2: accurate. Yeah, 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 totally. Because um, even when I think now, like, God forbid, if we break up or something happens, I can't even imagine myself falling in love. Like, I feel like I'd go back to what I used to be.
0: Well, that's your only reference point, right? Is, I guess is, so. Is your, I, you, have, you, you don't think about other, because usually, I mean, I remember the first time someone broke my heart. I didn't think I was ever going to recover. It was the typical thing. I lost so much weight. I couldn't breathe. I I couldn't believe it. I assumed that we would be together forever. So the next time it happened, people broke up with me a lot. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) How is it possible? I can't even imagine. I can't imagine The the world is
0: all people that break up with Jess except for one Jesbian. (laughs) 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 And I'm glad I found you. um, Otherwise, I'd still be getting broken up with. Um, But I... I knew after the first one that I had recovered from that heartbreak. And that's something that happens and that it is possible to fall in love again. And, you know, maybe the next one is the right person or you've learned from the experience. But when you're only (laughs) pre marriage experiences, single girl, of course it makes sense that that's what you would go back to in your mind is like, if I'm not with you, then I would go back to go back to that. Yeah. Well,
1: you're bringing something up that, that I've thought is interesting about myself is that, I have been in so many relationships and I would say that I've been in love and then I've been out of love and mm-hmm. I've had that feeling that you talk about of I can't eat, this is devastating. But then after a certain point, you do it enough. And it <laughs> kind of, it, it unfortunately kind oh, of takes- whole thing again. Yeah, so it kind love. of takes the romance out of, out of the next one to some degree. Not, not a lot, but yeah. and then like I have found myself in new relationships like feeling as though I need to amp up the rhetoric or the feeling of like you know two relationships it, yeah. ago it's like this is the one and then it wasn't yeah. and the next one's like no 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 no, no. this is the one yeah, yeah and then yeah. it's not and then you're like oh because
0: it's this one fireworks <laughs> and you know it's all for preparing me for this moment yeah. yeah
1: so there's something i i feel like that when you have the experience of having fallen in love multiple times makes you a little more like cynical or hardened or
0: I don't know. I also had the experience with um, my first girlfriend that I would ask, sorry, um, (laughs) ask her a lot of questions about like, is this new for you? Like, have you experienced this before? Is it, you know, like, and I know that you always ask me, like, is this, is this the first, like you're so curious when it's, when you're new to something and the other person like is a pro like you D oh. you know like <laughs> you just wonder like is this this can thing we that we're ca- doing is this I, new I, I okay okay sorry okay well okay, okay well I mean I okay, just don't sorry. want us to
2: talk about that because she like listens to this stuff okay and I so don't want yeah okay sorry sorry
0: let's not mention my ex-girlfriend <laughs> so please oh, oh sorry DePaul's. sorry to <laughs> this is annoying yeah
1: um okay so I just meant don't, to say I, it was with pleasure can you start that sentiment over
0: I guess one of the things that i've noticed with with iman is that because she's um new at love and relationships and all of that sometimes you're curious to know if something is new if i've if you've done, ex- done it before this, yeah. if i've new been to me this place if yeah. i've had this feeling if i've done this so kind of if i have i cuddled like this before have I somebody said this you, before
1: i mean how do you answer those questions? Because I mean, in because some ways, when you're with a new person, everything is new. Yeah, and it
0: is in, in many cases. Um, and you kind of forget about the other stuff. It sort of really fades into the the background. Um, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah, so it's hard to remember all the things that you did or didn't do or whatever. And um, and so, I, yeah, I always say it feels like the first time.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to <laughs> ask you both i feel like i get incrementally better at having intimate relationships the more i have them in terms of like all all that it is to interact with another person with your own emotional baggage and psychological bullshit i get better at it every time how iman how do you just drop into a relationship and i assume you're good at it she's good you got married yeah yeah Is it like practice that you've had on friends? Is it because you know yourself well from having been single for so long? Like,
2: I don't know. All the rom coms that I've watched over the years, you
1: like such a big fan. A lot
2: of of people
0: would come to you for For relationship advice, advice, exactly, even though you'd never been
2: in one. Yeah, her friends would ask her. I have like. I guess I just know people well, you know, emotional intelligence or whatever you want to call it. I had that. Um, I was always right when people came up to me for relationship advice, which was weird. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, The one thing for sure that I could tell you that I noticed that is so different about being intimate with somebody who you're in love with versus somebody you don't care about. I mean, it's like the most amazing thing ever. Mm-hmm. right yes. <laughs> is this embarrassing you no. um, it's that's that's like a really noticeable difference but being yeah being in love is just so great because it's it's sort of a friendship but it it has like love attached to
1: it oh my god you, you are, are always- so cute It's <laughs> so cute is it? is it yeah i don't know um <laughs> i think what's cute about it is that you are you're you still have this wide-eyed wonder for something that I like I said I feel like other people <laughs> of this age are a little more jaded about because they've done it a few times yeah and you're right it is like a friendship but you also get to be in love yeah. <laughs> it's like so beautiful it so is fun. really
2: cute I mean to think and I used to get so sick and tired of people like so easily and get annoyed quickly but I don't with her and I guess that's that's another weird thing like we spend so much time together it's actually insane and that I we don't, don't get on each other's nerves, Yeah. unless we're on a podcast together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they're going to have to process this after the show, everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, but we have this friend, uh, and he—it's really—he's really a friend of mine that I've known for a while, and he's always, like Iman, been single, and then he just fell in love and just got engaged, and is sort of in. The, we, the have, very, we have, we have so a lot in common, common. Yeah. and the comments that he makes are very much like Iman's comment, where he was just said it like as if it was this crazy revelation. About how nice it is to wake up with his girlfriend in the morning. It's the best thing to wake up together. And I was like, "Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that feels really nice." And it does. It is so great. But you know, you I guess, especially when you first discover it. Yeah. And you first fall in love, and you get, and every morning you wake up and you see this person, and you never had that before. It, it's just. Uh, Yeah, it's It's a really really beautiful beautiful. thing. I'm
1: sitting here feeling so like hardened and crusty. (laughs) Because I've definitely been in relationships where I wake up and then I kind of forget which one I'm in. (laughs) And then I look over and I'm like, oh yeah, 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 this one. (laughs) Got it, I
0: thought it was because I know when you sleep you you wear a face mask, oh I get and, into and it, you have you know you're like got sort of the outside world far away from you, face mask,
1: earplugs, mouth guard, yeah,, so I was like, maybe you wake up and you're like,
0: of course <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I do go far away
0: in my sleep, yeah, but yeah, so that might take you. It's not like you open your eyes and the first in the sunlight's falling on her face, and yeah, you see her right you've gotta like lift up your mask, <laughs> take out the earplugs remember who
1: actually yeah now that we're getting into what i'm like i mean it's astonishing that i've had relationships <laughs> <It's true. laughs> thanks everybody that's ever tried to date me oh my goodness
0: well you don't have a sleep apnea mask i feel like that's like the next level but that
1: would be the next level yeah not that i'm shaming
0: anyone that sleeps with the sleep apnea yeah could mask. you
1: please not apnea Sorry. shame <laughs> um i feel like iman's living the dream don't yeah. a lot don't doesn't everybody want that
0: on the scoreboard of life, in a relationship sense, it's, she's one for one, really. One. 100% success rate. On single. 100% success rate on relationships. Um, it's God pretty it. cool, yeah. It is
2: cool. I guess yeah. it's just never needy. I mean, the only thing that I'm needy about is food, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right? Like that's the only th- thing that I've had in my life since the beginning that I've I've never felt like satisfaction towards. But everything else, I'm I'm easily satisfied. <laughs> Food's never trying to break up with that's you. That's it. Well, my, I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my unhealthy thing, I guess, is like food. My addiction to food never yeah. goes away, but you know, I'm just happy with what I have. I'm not, I guess that's why like being single was so easy and now being in love with you is so easy.
0: Yeah, because it's true. A lot of people, what they don't like about being single is that, I mean, generally when they're single, it's just an in-between time, like, you know, trying to get into a relationship. And so it kind of makes me think of when people aren't working and everybody's like just enjoy that you're not working you're like but I'm looking for a job all the time it's not like you know the best the ideal case scenario with work is that you know you have a job starting in a month and you can just enjoy that month and I feel like that's what single is was for you you know you were just enjoying the time it wasn't like you were working to find a partner going on the apps and putting yourself out there and being disappointed by...
1: Iman, how do you feel about the fact that your wife equates relationships with hard work?
0: (laughs) 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 I was Uh, like, this is a great analogy. Good one, Jess.
1: That might be a question for another podcast. I think we should probably wrap this one up. We've we've concluded that Iman, you're winning. You're 100% success, right? I feel good about it.
0: I feel good that I'm the part that she's winning with. You know? Yeah. That That I'm a Jespy, and I'm, I'm pretty proud about that. So, you should be, yeah. Thanks for taking me as your one and only. <laughs> <I> do
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Let's try that one again <laughs> with a little more energy. I think I sprung that one on you, did I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess in my head I was like, "This has been Jaspian." <laughs> yeah, that's been I've been being, Uh yeah. I made my wife gay. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're really you're, you're just thinking about your major accomplishments right that's now. That's it. You're like, yeah, this podcast is really nothing compared to how I turned a human being. It's
0: my major accomplishment for sure. To Number your own one, personal dark side. Yeah on the bio guys, um, you can check her out. Addie money feet. we mentioned that already, but please subscribe rate review our podcast. Tell everybody, you know, thank you for listening. Any
1: of the things you can do, um, until we have a website together, please check out SmithSolomon.com. As you guys know, Smith and Solomon is a leader in industrial training solutions. Get your forklift and your CDL training over there. Here's a quote, uh, uh, a review on the website it's not attributed to anyone but it is in quote quote marks so i'm gonna go ahead and read it i'll tell you what it will open doors that can't be opened without experience best decision i made three months license and four endorsements guys what are you waiting for get your forklift training get your forklift training that person wrote in with all exclamation points and mostly spelled correctly mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll see ya bye, bye.